Hey guys, before we get into this, I got to tell you a quick cold open situation. At the end of the show, I'm going to have Johnny Panini. Now, if you don't know who Johnny Panini is, you didn't listen to last week's show. Because Johnny Panini is the inventor of the prosciutto That's a prosciutto burger, uh, which I thought would be a burger with prosciutto on it. But it's a burger made of prosciutto. And I needed to talk to that man. So I called his store and I got an interview with the... Johnny motherfucking Panini. And a couple of plugs real quick. Uh, if you're listening to this show on Tuesday, this weekend, I will be at Old Man Hustle. That is a comedy club in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, booked by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. I'm hosting the 7 o'clock show Friday evening, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, who else is on that lineup, Mike? Uh, there is Lev Fur, Matty Smith, Derek Gonzalez, Edward Farrell, and Rufat Agaev. Those are all very, very funny people. Uh, come out, support Live comedy, support Mike booking a club with great comics. I will be hosting. I'll be there. I'll probably get drunk afterwards if you want to hang out and have a beer. Uh, and also, coming up April 16th, I will be with Zach Amico in Norwalk, Connecticut at BJ Ryan's, which is uh, also apparently a barbecue and it's a crab house and barbecue place you can have a bang bang in one location watch comedy me and zach are going to tear the house down and then get very very fat together all right let's get into this show what the fuck is up goons I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. This is Notes of a Goon. We're getting into it. What episode number is this, Mike? This is 34, Chris. All right. And you know, the Larry Bird. No, it's 33. My bad. I'm going to stop talking. Are you high? Chill. <laughs> a bit. All right. So that's my stalwart producer, <laughs> Michael Harrington. Uh huh. And uh, also on the show, uh, if you didn't listen last week, is uh, Mike was supposed to buy a racehorse with our. Uh, sponsor money from VinylGraph.com, which you can go to and use the promo code Chris1. You'll get 10% off your order. But Mike was supposed to use our sponsorship money and buy us a racehorse so we could uh, become uh, cool, big-shot racehorse owners. But he bought a horse that isn't that doesn't run fast. All right, calm down. Calm down. It's not that you don't run fast because you're not from Kenya. It's because you're not a racehorse. You're a horse that uh, 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 helps us out with race relations. That's what it is on the show. We felt we needed an expert in race relations, uh, so we kept the racehorse that Mike bought by accident on. So the racehorse will be joining us live via satellite from his stable, uh, not in the hood, you know, because, it, oh my God, they don't have stables in densely populated urban areas, all right? Jesus Christ. It's not, it's not a black thing. Fuck racehorse. All right, look, before we get into anything, Mike, we got to talk about uh, anybody who listens to this show or High Society or knows me knows that I am a huge fan of Stipe Miocic. Mm. Now, uh, Stipe Miocic uh, was considered the greatest heavyweight in UFC history. Is he still considered that? Yeah, body of work, yeah. Okay. Uh, he lost last night as of this recording to Francis Ngannou. Uh, from Cameroon, giant man. Uh, people uh, expected Francis to win the first fight. Steve Bay won, but he got touched. Now, here's the thing, Mike. You're the closest thing to an MMA expert I know, right? Wow. You are the executive producer of Believe You Me with Michael Bisping, mm -hmm. former middleweight champion. So if I feel like if Bisping trusts you, 
mm-hmm. with MMA knowledge, mm-hmm. I have to trust you. If Michael Bisming trusts you, it's kind of how that works. Um, so uh, you said a few weeks back on the show mm-hmm. that Herb Dean is a racist. I have said that once or twice before. You said that Herb Dean, uh, top-ranking official for the UFC, is a racist. I don't like that you prefaced all of this with my credentials, but sure. Uh, now, you you may have been speaking in jest, but I assume you were serious. I mean, look, it's a thing I said, and there's no room for nuance in today's society, so sure. You, so you said, well, Herb Dean, now Herb Dean is a black man, and he will often let white people give each other brain injuries when stopping black people from hitting each other too quickly. Now, I will say that this is a change. He stopped the fight too early. <laughs> he stopped the fight. Stipe could have came back. He just wanted Francis Ngannou to be Africa's third champion. That's what I say. Based on you saying that Herb Dean is a racist, I have I have to take your advice because Michael Bisping takes your advice. So I assume this that is... Herb Dean is a racist and wanted to take the championship belt off of Stipe Miocic. And you know something? Nobody ever does anything good for Croatians. Stipe is Croatian. He's a firefighter. Now, here's the thing about Croatia. I assume, I don't know anything about Croatia, but I assume they have been the victim of a genocide. Can you look <laughs> that up? I'll check on that. It's, it, 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 Croatia sounds like a place that's been genocided mm-hmm. somewhere down history's road. I don't know much about Croatia, but like, Croatia sounds like perhaps like you know uh, 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 the cockroaches couldn't be killed by the asteroid. Croatia couldn't be killed by a genocide. Now, has Croatia ever had a genocide, Mike? Uh, okay, so it's tough because uh, there was a genocide of Serbs, uh, but it happened in Croatia. Okay, so I think the Croats may have been the genociders. I may be picking the <laughs> wrong horse in this race. Uh, Yeah, so it says several Croatian nationalists and intellectuals established theories about Serbs as an inferior race. Uh, Now, hold on. (laughs) Serbs and Croatians aren't the same. I thought Serbia was a city in Croatia and Kosovo was like the Staten Island borough of Serbia. That's what I thought. Uh, We're saying Serbia is not in Croatia? Nope. Nope. Uh, seems like Serbians. All right. So, the the perpetrators of the genocide were the uh, Ustasa, which are which is a Croatian revolutionary movement. Okay. Right. So, like, they're called the Ustasa. Yeah, that's a dope name. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was Croatian fascist, ultranationalist, and terrorist organization. So essentially, the Nazi Party, but for Croatia. Imagine a Nazi party called the Ustasa. That's kind of. Doesn't that sound like the elite Wakandan guard? Like what? That's true. Yeah, I don't know. There's also something. I. It's a similarly like sinister sounding name. Yeah, something very powerful about like these bad, very evil uh, dictatorships. Yeah, it's it's a very bad thing. But to to my main point, fight (laughs) stopped too early. Stipe. Still the champ. Okay. I mean, uh, just tell me, Chris, at what point did you think, you know, he was he was itching for a comeback? Any <laughs> second there. I know it looks like he's just playing possum, Mike. I know it looks like he's on his back. Oh, okay. He's on his back. Huh. And he, he's about to get a hammer fist. First right. of all, that's an illegal blow. Uh, 
Why? <laughs> Aren't you not allowed to do that? Oh, no, that's the elbows, right? Yeah, you're 100% allowed to do what Francis Ngannou was about to and then successfully did to him because Herb Dean didn't quite get there quick enough. You can see Herb Dean here has the arm around the clavicle, which you could make the point. Sure, Chris, while he's already asleep on the ground, it may have been too early. But He after- was just getting his rest, Mike. <laughs> After this brutal hammer fist that not even Herb Dean's two-finger attack of death could stop, you think that he was coming back from that? It was an early stoppage is all I'm saying. Jesus, Chris. It was an early, (laughs) early stoppage. You know why I think that? Because uh, the co-main event involved Tyron Woodley, who I Mm -hmm. deeply... Somebody, I tweeted this, but somebody needs to tell uh, Tyron... He could just hug a dude without having to have a fist fight with them. Because that seems to be all he really needs is a hug in up, up against the cage. It does seem like he likes hugs. He, he just really likes hugs. And But he got punched in the face. And Joe Rogan was actively saying, I think he's out on his feet. And then landed a fucking haymaker. This is what I'm saying is an early stoppage by Herb Dean because he's a racist. And I know that because the same guy who does all of Michael Bisbing's MMA prep work for his podcast told me that. Okay. Well, uh, that was Jason Herzog refing that fight. So, because I remember the fight before that. I remember looking at Jason Herzog versus Tyron Woodley and saying, Jason, this is evil that you're letting this man continue to eat this. Oh my God, Tyron Woodley. Yeah. So, Jason Herzog knew better than I did. I'll tell you this uh, Tyron Woodley, uh, I understand. I feel bad that he's. Uh, He's losing these fights. But uh, something I really respect about Tyron Woodley, he used to just walk around getting drunk by himself in the Lower East Side. For real? Dude, we used to see him at No Fun Bar often. And Gabe was like, our intern Gabe, who used to be the bartender at No Fun Bar when bars still existed, uh, he uh, he said, he was like, yeah, Tyron's like always walking around now. <laughs> like For like a couple of months, like last fall, he was just walking around Lower East Side getting drunk Always Dolo. I saw him a couple times by himself. Wait, meaning 2020 or 2019? 2019. So while he was still the champion of the world. Yes, while he he was the champion. For real. I saw him more than once walking around downtown drunk. Not like hammered, but like, what else are you doing? He's He's like bar hopping by himself. I was homeless at this point. Why wouldn't you just shoot me a text and be like, yo. Go find Tyron. He's walking around. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Have a conversation with him? Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to get a fucking uh, I want to get a fucking UFC champion mad because I'm sicking hobo fanboys. <laughs> you're not you're not okay. How is Tyron Woodley gonna find you? When you tell him to he, come on this show, I would imagine you'd try to book him. Yeah, I mean why the show didn't I? exist yet. Yeah, I mean I would try to book him for something. Mm. I'm just saying. I respect Tyron Woodley. <laughs> the man needs a hug, not inside of a cage. Is but Herb Dean racist. Right? Racehorse? Oh, hold on. Let me wake him up. Oh, my God. Two claps. No. What the hell? That was clear. Early. St- <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Fine. It wasn't an early stoppage. Stipe lost the belt fair and square. All right. You don't have to rub it in, racehorse. Jeez, you're a racehorse, not a fight horse. Fuck. All right. Moving on. In other fight news, Mike, uh, uh, you have a fight coming up. That's the idea. Um, now, uh, you just introduced me to Barstool Sports has a program called Rough and Rowdy. 
uh-huh. which is the old school tough man competitions that they used to have in like bar rooms in Texas and shit. Correct? It's basically the same thing, except it's in a bingo hall or something. No, it's in like decent sized arenas that have like 15,000 person capacity. What you showed me did not look like a decent sized. Yeah, because that was like the fourth or fifth one. They're on like 14 now, 15. Oh, so now they could fill up like a small. So pre pandemic, they were spilling like up. Like a highlight arena. Like they're not filling up a basketball arena. No, but like I mean, you're you're like the theater at Madison Square Garden. Your ten thousand person venue, not ten thousand. Sorry, one thousand person venue. Okay, Dude, that's a good amount of tickets sold. I don't know actually, because they were doing they were doing forty thousand pay per views, mm-hmm. right? Which is like yeah, but that's worldwide. Oh, it's probably just North America, right? No, it's internet, so it is worldwide. Um, you know, but they're doing forty thousand pay per views and doing like I don't know. I would imagine two thousand people in an arena. Which is how much? What was the capacity for the joint at the Hard Rock? I I would imagine less than nah, probably about that. Maybe maybe two. Maybe five thousand. Four thousand, yeah. But I mean, the theater in Madison Square Garden is what thirty five hundred. Is it really only thirty five hundred? The theater? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying is like these these venues that you showed me look pretty full for rough and rowdy, and it's just it's not having actually fighters. Just anybody could sign up. That's why you're doing it. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to in a second, but I've been in the theater in Madison Square Garden to watch the Golden Gloves, and there's nobody there. Yeah, 5,600 there, dude. That's a lot of people in there. But, like, nobody would go. Yeah. You'd probably get, like, 200 people? No, maybe, like, 600. But Rough and Rowdy's just filling it up because it's just fucking idiots. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, there's dummies. Is there something more about that it's just idiots doing it? I don't know. You used to have Bill Burr on commentary. You used to have Pat McAfee as the ring announcer. Like, you know, that's how you do it. So they, yeah, they move. There's a lot of moving pieces with it, and they put on, like, a, you know, like a fun spectacle of a show, and they build, like, real storylines around these amateur boxers. And it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm looking at it like, are these guys amateur boxers or are they just dudes? Whatever. Well, they seem like, so the tough man competitions back in the day, it was kind of just dudes. They would do it in the mutual combat states, and it would just be anybody who wants to show up and fight. Right? So this, you need to, like, you essentially need to, like, uh, uh, you go to their website, and you fill out, like, this whole form, right? And you put in, like, all your information, explain how much experience you have, like, and they try to match you up against guys who are, like, you know, similar skill level. Okay. So I have a, uh, technically two amateur fights. Mm-hmm. One against Lewis at Skankfest, one against uh, John Matthews at um, Ellis Mania. That, that was at sea. <laughs> that was on a raft. It's on a lake. It still counts. I, I don't think it... It's international waters or No, something. Chris, it's not international waters, dude. I'm the king of all water. I am essentially Neptune and Poseidon in one. Neptune and Poseidon were the same person with different names. Yeah, not really, because one was like the Greek one and one was... Uh, the Roman one, and they had and slightly Greeks, different powers. I mean, no, they both have water powers, and fucking Greeks are just gayer Italians. Like, it's like, come on, no, nah, dog, the same but, thing. But like, there's been there's there's all right, mad all right, stop, water stop. power. We're fucking... not getting into water power. <laughs> stop. We're talking about you getting into a fight. You're going down to Virginia to fight a guy, West Virginia. West Virginia. That's doesn't make it better. That makes it. Significantly. Then again, though, I mean, <clears throat> there's plenty of meth available. You could be on meth and painkillers and just take a walloping down there and keep on going. Dude, I'm. It'll be like ridden. Crank when he gets fucking. Crank 2, when he falls out of the helicopter and gets right back up and starts running. That's what you got to That's the West Virginia diet, baby. Um, 
I'm so fucking ready for this, man. So uh, you're trying to fight their undefeated champion. That's the idea. I would like to fight Wade Woodruff. Okay. I think that I'm gonna... sounds like a real fighter name. I know, Wade dude. Wade Woodruff. I know. It that really sounds does... like a scary. I watched a video of him. He doesn't. He sounds like somebody Peter Parker would fight. My exact, my exact thing was, he fights like a six three, sixteen year old black dude, just wide hands. Everybody who grew up in a diverse neighborhood knows exactly. Yeah, that's not what he was doing. Just like wide haymakers using reach and all the power you can. He's a lanky dude. Uh, anybody who grew up in a diverse neighborhood knows exactly what I'm talking about. There was one very tall black kid in their high school that could beat up everybody because of reach and just throw in those shoulder punches. So, but he, yeah, it's, it's almost the John Jones style. You know what I mean? Kind of, except, you know, without the eye pokes. <laughs> it's true. Um, um, so, you're, you want to fight, the, but if you're saying if they, they haven't responded yet to you. Right. So you're you're you'll fight anybody. So we were taking a look at some of the guys who do fight, and I wanna I wanna I wanna take a look at some of these guys. Uh, first of all, show me the first fight you showed me. It was a, a fairly fat gentleman uh, that they called Doughboy, and he was fighting somebody called the Sailor. So it's uh, first of all, I like that they all have 1990s wrestling names. So what it is is it's it's they promote it like wrestling in the sense that they will give you the real life backstory, right? So picture like ABC covering the NFL draft, right? They're like, yeah, this is the son of a blue collar uh, coal miner from West Virginia, and it's like, um, so in this one, it was a a hardened sailor, right? Meaning either a merchant marine or a U.S. Navy SEAL is. Is that uh, what a is that always a hardened sailor? I mean, that's what sailors are. What about deadliest catch? Yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about yeah. Uh, I Do you feel think like there it was only military sailors? There's a boat in the Suez Canal full of fucking. Children. I said merchant marine. Okay. Yeah, I said merchant marine because I, I I think specifically they would say fisherman if he was a fisherman. Mm. You yeah, know they I mean? would say he was a crab fisherman, right? Because everybody would associate that with deadliest catch, and people remember that show. Sailor means either military or um. Okay. So, yeah, Marine, now, I think. And then let's and take then, a look at uh, what's the other guy's name? He's just a fat guy. So he is just a doughboy. So it was a hardened sailor fighting a soft doughboy. Okay, it's so, just clickbaiting YouTube titles. But I get it. It conveys the point. So now the soft doughboy looks like he uh, sells bad coke out of his mom's basement. Can I take a? Can we just take a look at this guy? That's him. He. You could tell. Now, can you fast forward to the end of the fight where we could see this man's gut? Yeah, that's that's good, right? Anywhere where you have a good gut, a good straight on gut shot. There we go. <laughs> There's a lot of that is a good jiggly belly, no muscle tone in the chest. Um, here's the thing: that guy's haircut says that he believes he looks good. He's just like, I need to get a fresh lineup for this fight because I'm gonna be fucking swimming in puss in this arena full of men. Um, no, there's some hot chicks there. He looks like there used to be this guy who would go to my barber shop who was essentially bald. Like he would his hair, he would gel it straight down like this, and it would be like little. You ever see like when guys have like a couple of strings that they gel, and they like swoop down like bangs, and Ugh. you see all the space in between. Ugh. You know what I'm talking like about? Like a little kid getting out of the shower hair? Yeah, kind yeah, kind of, <laughs> but you could see all yeah, all you see all the speed. and he would sit there and look at himself in the mirror 
and make kissy faces after I I would sometimes go in after while he was getting a haircut. After he'd get a haircut, he'd like fix his hair, and he would like. I'd be. I had to wait behind him a few times. This guy. This grown man waiting to pay doing kissy faces. I'm talking about. Must have been a thirty year old man. Jesus. And fucking. He's making kissy faces himself. Part in his hair. He'd go. He'd like make my barber go back in with the razor. And like he'd be like. And like, and I'm like I'm talking about forty five minutes. And I go, why do you put up with that? He goes, the guy gives me a hundred bucks. Comes in once a week and just hands me a hundred bucks because he was selling coke out of his mother's basement. Bad coke. You make a lot of money if your coke is mostly not coke. Mm. Uh, so he would just he'll blow kissy faces at himself. That's what that guy looks like. And you want to be in this fighting league? I mean, look, dude, you're I'm... the water champ. You're you're the intercontinental champion. Everything in between continents is water, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you right now, I can beat the shit out of that boat. Oh, in the Suez Canal, bro. Imagine me versus that boat. Let me just throw this out there, Mike. That's a better fight for you. <laughs> that the the boat in the Suez Canal, that is the bigger fight. <laughs> this rough and rowdy shit, you're not you don't need this, man. You don't need Doughboy, Hardened Sailor. The other guy that I made you put pull up this other guy, he looks like he's got he's going, I gotta represent the South Shore. All these jerk offs from the North Shore. I'm like this guy just has fetal alcohol syndrome, and he was the champion. Look at this guy! I'm Bobby Lang, and uh, the toughest kid in Brain Tree. Which, by default, pretty much... Pause this. I'm the smartest kid in Brain Tree. We call it Brain Tree because none of us are that smart. But what we did was, we buried a brain under the dirt, and we figured it would grow a brain tree, and then we could stick the brains in our fucking heads, and then we would be smart, too. <laughs> Put him on the fucking TV again, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy genuinely upsets you. He's so dumb. Sure. Everybody knows me around here. They know oh, this Mike Live. He lifts weights and he doesn't do second dates. Ask about me. I never got knocked out. Nobody ever broke this nose. I have an obligation to defend the, the people of the South Shore against these North Shore trash. Here he comes. Oh, just we don't need to watch the fight. Here comes Mike Live. So Mike Live gets beat up in this fight. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Because you know why? Mike Live had something to live for. That other dude didn't even have eyebrows, Mike. <laughs> that dude looks like Kane and see no evil. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You, you, you go fight the boat in the Suez Canal, Mike. <laughs> that you'll be a fucking hero. Yo. But like, yo, look at these fucking hot, trashy broads who are out watching the fights. All right, can I come? Yeah, right? Dude. I, I did notice that the ring girls are all very slutty Puerto Rican girls. And I'm like, where did they get all these slutty Puerto Rican girls in West Virginia? Who? The, every local strip club. It's all an advertisement. And if you win, you're going to have your after party at that strip club. If you don't think I have Tom calling strip clubs in Morgan, West Virginia right now to set up an after party for our fight team, you're crazy. When you say our fight team, you mean me, you, I assume Lewis. Ideally... Uh, Luis Diego and Butterly would be my fight team. Okay, that sounds great. That'd I, be so much fun. Those guys get fucked. Uh, well, Diego doesn't get really fucked up, but it's good that somebody stays sharp when we get fucked up. I'm staying sharp. After the fight? Oh, God, no. I mean, after the fight, it's going to be what I'm party saying. time. So that's what I'm saying. Is like, you know, the four of us are going to get real hammered, right? Yeah. And then Diego is... I, I say that Diego is uh, Lupin the Third from anime <laughs> series where he's a cat burglar. Um... <laughs> Which makes sense to nobody but me. 
Uh, Diego Lopez is Lupin the third to me. Um, but damn, I see it. Yeah, right. Pull up the picture. I mean, when he had like kind of a more skinhead thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. He's got the pants. I feel like Diego does own those pants. Yes, for sure. Diego should play Lupin the third for Halloween. I feel like that would be pretty tight. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking, just go check him out on. He was on Fight Club. He was on an episode of Fight Club, Comedy Fight Club, where he was definitely dressed like a cat burglar. Um, but so you you're gonna go do this now. <clears throat> you've brought something to the show where you said that I can pick any tattoo. So you have spot. You have sponsors rolling in already. Yeah. Uh, the ad team at here at Gas Digital. Now, what are some of the, what are some of the people that are vying for sponsorships for this fight you don't have yet? Uh, Joel, um, you know the good people over at Fume are helping me to stay nicotine free. I for like this those fight. fumes, dude. These things are fucking great. Those are good. Uh, I like that the black pepper inhaler is is good. Um, yeah, it's great. It's like a hundred percent knocking my need to vape out. We're not okay advertising Fume. They're not paying us. Um, what who I'm asking you who some of these people are. People go find out for themselves if the products are good. Who are some of the other people that are? Uh, I mean them. Yo, Yo Kratom. Kratom. Okay. Yeah, I mean you know, there's a couple others. The usual suspects, right? Yeah. Okay. People people just saw it and they're like, hey, that seems cool. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. So they're just like, I'll sponsor. But you said, now now they would they would put a sponsorship on your shorts, on your robe when you come out. Mm-hmm. I assume you're gonna wear a robe. Probably not. You're not gonna wear a robe? No, I want to wear a fight T-shirt. I want to wear oh, like so you're gonna have a T-shirt, but that'll have like some sponsorship on it. Yeah, I want to have the uh, I want to have like an official fight shirt. I tried to have it one. I had one done for the last fight, and I got like one picture in it with Mickey, and it was the coolest thing ever. Okay, so yeah. you're gonna get an official fight shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna put that. There'll be in a sponsor on there, yeah. and then you know, obviously, a local strip club will also sponsor it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you said that now back in the day, boxers used to tattoo sponsors' names on their backs. Yeah, like those henna tattoos. Okay. And now you said you have reserved that space for the good people that listen to this show. Uh-huh. All seven billion of them. Uh-huh. And you said, I could pick whatever I want. Now, you're going to give me a good rate. You're not going to give me market rate. No, obviously. I mean, I, I'll, I'll have to run this by my people, of course. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm All right, so now, giving you the friends and family deal. Now, now, you said that this was suggested by your roommate, Frank. Yes. Who also works here. He's a producer on my other show, High Society Radio. Incredible producer. He's a great guy. Now, my initial thought was that was dumb of Frank to suggest that because now all I want is for you to have a tattoo of Frank sucking someone's dick on your back. <laughs> like a full-on portrait? A full-on back piece of Frank sucking a man's cock. All right, whose cock is Frank sucking? I imagine that it could be the racehorse. Yo, Frank blowing the racehorse on my back would kind of make me feel powerful heading into a fight. Now, here's the thing: is like now you said, mm-hmm. if it's more obscene, it would cost more money. Yeah. But it's not you sucking a cock. Now, if it was you sucking a cock, that should cost more than Frank. How much would you charge me if it was you sucking a cock on your back? I mean, that is that's a thing where it's like I want to make that a prohibitive price, right? Same strategy, people who don't want to do cameo. But your cameo. idea of prohibitive price and my idea of prohibitive <laughs> price are very different <laughs> numbers, which we are well aware. Mm. What is your idea of that being a prohibitive price? 
Me sucking a dick? You sucking a dick on your own back. I mean, we're talking a million people are going to see this, probably. Less than a million people are going to see this. No, between between the live... Let's between, say a half a million people. Well, I'll, I'll cut... I'll, I say zero, you say a million. We'll meet in the middle. Half a million people will see this. Okay. It'd be you sucking a cock on your own back. Now, you know what everybody will think when they see that? Wow, that Mike Harrington, funny guy. Because <laughs> they don't know it was my idea. Right? They're just going to see that, and they're going to go, that Mike Harrington, man. You know, now I see why they gave him a job producing all those comedy podcasts. That is a funny guy. It is funny. I'll give you that. However, it also puts me in like a very, it puts me in a real it's like bad position. like a rope no, 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 no. Because if and when I... Here's the thing. If I lose this fight and I have an image of myself sucking a cock on my own back... You can't, you can't see it. I'm still never going to live that down. I wouldn't be able to do the after party. I 100% Why would not. Why not? I would never be first able of to all, show you my lose face the fight, again. First of all, if you lose the fight, you better not take your shirt off at the after party. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. All right? Yeah. So let's... So you've now won this fight. You take your shirt off. You just won a fight. And then you know what? Women love a sense of humor, Mike. You're going to see that sh- that that tattoo in your back. They're like, what's that? They're like, oh, it's me sucking a cock, you know, because I'm funny. And they're going to be like, you stupid, because like we said, they're all ghetto Puerto Rican girls. But when ghetto Puerto Rican girls say you stupid, they mean that's funny. Right, racehorse? Yes? Okay. Not Is that racist? Fuck. Even when it's funny, it's racist. God damn it, racehorse. So, so, uh, all right. So, what is the price for you to get a henna tattoo of you? Su- How about this? You sucking your own cock. Now you get to give yourself a huge cock that you're sucking. So we'll we'll change this up. It's you like this. You don't even have to be bent that far. You with a huge cock sucking your own huge cock. How much? I'll draw it. Dude, to have a to have a Chris from Brooklyn original on my back too. For a fight? That's, that's like pretty, an NFT, dog. Dog, that is kind of a one-of-a-kind NFT. Yeah. 20 grand. That's 20 pro, grand? That is pro-fucking-hibitive. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. What if it's Frank sucking a cock? Mm-hmm. Not yours. That's still a fucking man sucking a cock on my back. You can write on it, this is Frank, not me. <laughs> I could probably, I don't know, do 10. Ten grand? I mean, it's a guy sucking a dick on my back. Half a million people are gonna see it. So that's hilarious. It's you not- might get a comedy. Spe- you'll be. You'll definitely be the funniest fighter ever to have a comedy special. If you get a comedy special after that. <laughs> oh wow. Oh. No, he's like six years in now. Fair. Yeah, he's killing it. Um. So, uh, will you will. Uh, all right. So how about this? How about a swastika? We'll get you a swastika on your back. Swastika is going to be a hu- six figures for a swastika. What if it's a Jewish person burning a swastika? So it's in support of the Jews. Hmm. Still a swastika on my back, dude. But he's like burning it. He's like dousing yeah. it on fire. But what if? It, all right. So that would be less, right? That's like five hundred bucks. <laughs> five hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna do it any? Five hundred for a Jew burning a swastika? Yes. No. 
How much? Because then here's the thing: for you to convey that it's a Jew burning a swastika, and you're I'm oh assuming, yeah, it would be the evil greedy Jew caricature. Yeah, so that's so much worse. Why is that worse? I can't have a Jew next. To, I can't have an evil Jew next to a swastika. That's literally not. He's beating the swastika. Yeah, he's lighting it on fire. That yeah, feels not, like that's. Not, that feels like Nazi propaganda. No, it's the Nazis being taken down by their own propaganda. Dude, it's so meta. No. That's a bad NFT. Nobody's buying that NFT. If you have to fight a black guy, though, what if it's a black guy burning... Uh, you You don't have to do a crazy caricature of a black guy burning a swastika. If it's just a regular black guy burning a swastika. It could be... We could pick the black guy. It could be... It could be Tyron Woodley. <laughs> just uh, your everyday former welterweight champion in the Ty- world. I just, I just, we were talking about Tyron Woodley. I just, I'm just spitballing. It could be any black guy. It could be Dave Temple. I mean, that would be all right if we can get Dave Temple to cross promote his album. Let's <laughs> get Dave Temple the second one and have him burning a swastika on my back. That's pretty funny. How much? I still want ten grand. If you're putting ten a, grand, you're putting a swastika on me, Chris. Ten grand, Chris. There's a swastika. I still need to explain that to someone. No, you don't have to explain it at all. You just go. This means not welcome. That's a simple. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Can't have evil Jews and swastikas on my back, and I'm not making at least. He, Chris, the whole reason I want to take these fights is to pay off debts. You know what I mean? So you're coming to me, and you're saying I've got. You're saying so. Also, the fans could suggest things and they could pay for it. But you have to give some sort of price, Mike, that isn't 10 grand. Well, yeah, you need to give me something that isn't absolutely obscene. I think there's something fun that you I would do for 500 bucks easily. You would suck a dick for 500 bucks <laughs> no. as long as nobody knew about it. Uh, I mean, who's dick? Hot tranny. I mean, the one from Euphoria? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If I'm getting 500 bucks, you kidding? And me? I get 500 bucks. <laughs> what? All right. So, all right. So we need suggestions. This fight's what a month out. Yeah. Okay. So we have an email. Ask the goon at gmail.com. I need everybody listening. You can also tweet me. You could tweet Harrington. We will aggregate them throughout the week. At the M Harrington, at Chris from BKLYN. Just tweet at us or send it to askthegoon at gmail.com. And what you do is you just you give us your suggestion. And what we'll do is we'll go through the suggestions next week and we'll settle on prices for each of them. You have to be willing to pay this. I may chip in a little bit if it's funny. To be honest, nothing's going to be funnier than Frank blowing a horse. <laughs> and then it says, This is Frank, not me. <laughs> and then there's just people in the crowd going, Who the fuck is Frank? <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. Who's Frank? <laughs> That's so goddamn funny, Mike. You should you should do that for you should pay me for that idea. Oh, that is pretty goddamn funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's so goddamn funny. Too bad I'm honestly not funny. This is what I keep trying to explain to you. Like, God damn it, Mike. Nah, You're dude. stalwart though. That's all we need in a producer. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm here for. Alright, moving on. <laughs> We've been talking about people getting shot a lot on the show, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, we talked about the shootings in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, there has been another high-profile mass shooting in the United States. Uh, in Boulder, Colorado. Now, uh, we, we, it took place in a... Uh, what store did this take place in? I think it was a Super Saver. A Super Saver? Wasn't Who it? shoots up a Super Saver? 
Wasn't it these? The it was like a shopping center. Jesus, dude, shoot up a fucking Walmart. <laughs> soup, soup. What do you shoot up a Dollar Tree? Jesus Christ, kick them in while they're down. <laughs> Super saver. I I could honestly just be referencing Army of Darkness. I'm not sure. Oh no, that was S Mart. Hold on, let's see. Um, a Boulder grocery store. Oh, just a grocery. All right, but so um, this shooting happened. Now this was a week after. We were reminded that white men commit these shootings at a very high rate. And it's true. White men do commit these shootings at a high, high rate. Um, we just didn't think that it necessarily needed to be brought up in the last when We talked about it last week. Now, this gentleman, uh, when I first heard it now, like, like I always think to myself, whenever there's a shooting, I go, oh, please, just please just don't be another white guy. Like, I just don't. Please, God, don't be another white guy. And this guy... Was Muslim, right? Hell yeah! There can be white Muslims. Uh, what was this gentleman's name? Uh, fuck! I just had it up. Al. Um, Al. That sounds like a white guy. <laughs> uh, Ahmad Al Alwai Elisa. Say that again. Uh, Ahmad. Ahmad Rashad from <laughs> Ahmad from inside the NBA. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Ahmad Ala Aliwi Alyssa. I don't know. Do you want to try this? Yeah, let's pull it up. All right. Ahmad Al Aliwi Alisa. Okay. So that does not sound like a white guy. Now he was brought in. Uh, he was brought in alive, proving that not just white men. And so, yeah, but he looks pretty white, dude. Let me see. I thought he was white upon first viewing. Uh, let me see. Let me see a picture of him. This is another guy who claimed that he just, he had like a, they couldn't find any ideological posts on his Facebook. They couldn't find any anti-Trump posts, any Islamic posts. This guy? This guy, yeah. But they did find hashtag need a girlfriend on his Facebook. Oh, come on, dude. I don't understand. Just go to the rub and tug. Just go to Young's, apparently, with no evidence, we all just assume that they jerk you off at Young's Massage Parlor in Atlanta. I mean. You think they're reopened yet? I uh, <laughs> Jesus. I'm not getting a table shower at this point. Is all I'm saying. I doubt they're open. Do you think they're open? No, they can't be. There's got to still be like. I mean, obviously their their container with the new girls is stuck <laughs> in the Suez Canal. Oh fuck, dude. Here's the thing. I didn't believe any of these things automatically about Asian massage parlors. I just thought some of them were legitimate and some of them were illegitimate until all of the news for the last two weeks told me that they were all indentured servants that are only there to jerk you off. And if you believe that and know that, even though we're telling you it's true, you are a fetishist. That's what I was told. That's where we're at. If you're a fetishist? I just think Asian girls are pretty because I went to a high school with a third Asian people. I think they're hot because Victoria Caden was literally the hottest girl in my grade. Tia Carrera was also the hottest chick ever when we were little kids. Bro, Tila Tequila ruled. No, but Tia Carrera from Wayne's World was so fucking hot. That's a generational thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a little I'm just in, I'm just enough older than you. But yeah, but Tila Tequila was hot too. I was just like 21. I'd seen hot chicks before. I was like 14, 15. I was like still in high school yeah. when she was like, "Yeah, I'm the hottest chick you've ever seen, and I'm making out with chicks on fucking MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. up? Like, hell yeah. Um, so this guy, uh, so I saw a bunch of shit where people were just like, this guy was brought in, he was white. That makes him white, 
Islam is not a race, though he's Syrian, right? Bro. Can you just... All right, that looks a lot like you, Mike. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. He looks a lot like you. He looks like you before he lost the weight. Kinda. To be honest, though, more hair. Yeah. No. If I grow my hair out, it's, that's what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. So he looks a lot like you, Mike. Yeah. This is, uh, this is uh, awkward. for Probably really awkward for the racehorse. Be honest. Um, no, no, all right. The racehorse is kind of cool under pressure, I think. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, he he keeps he keeps it together. Um, so this guy got brought in. I, honestly, he looks a lot more like Renan Hershberger to me. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Renan is? No. Oh. Um, he's a funny comic. He My looks bad. Like a, uh, looks like a more. He looks like a Sephardic Seth Rogen. Um, <laughs> but Syrian. I'm just saying this. Arabs can't just now be white, just because this guy vaguely looked white. That's not vaguely, dude. Like, that is what white guys kind of look like. I guess. But there's been Asian mass shooters that have been brought in. They look Asian. Yeah. I'm just saying, all right, look. Here's the thing. So what I did, there's a Wikipedia article that I check every once in a while for reference. Okay. It's called List of Mass Shootings in the United States. And they update it constantly. Now, each year, so it's all the mass shootings of note by year. But then each year has a more comprehensive list. So I went through uh, the notable ones, the ones that Wikipedia has decided are notable mass shootings for 2021 and 2020, right? So there are uh, six in 2020, and so far, five in 2021. We've been busy. You're Um, talking about notable ones. These are the notable ones. Oh, yeah. When you click on the link... Can you pull up uh, the link for list of mass shootings in the United States of 21? The full list. Now, 2021 is only three months. Now, scroll down. It's like 100. Yo, now, we're still going. Yeah. We yeah. just got to February. Yeah. You, he's been scrolling the whole time for anybody listening to the audio this of this. This is... Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, oh, total... No- Hold on. Let's see. Mass shootings. January 35, February 41... So the way the FBI classifies a mass shooting is if four or more people are shot. Um, so that means several people could be injured, zero can be killed. Uh, so now scroll up to the top, Mike. Now, <clears throat> one of them, what's today's date, Mike? Uh, one of them is... It's March three, 28th. March 28th, yes. Today's date is March 28th. One of them is happening right now. <laughs> it literally says on Wikipedia, ongoing situation... In the Everglades of Florida. Now, I'm going to assume that is a white male or an alligator. I don't think anybody else lives in the Everglades. Um, I just based that on Skinner from the WWF in the 80s. Um, So I have this list of notable mass shootings, which would be the ones that we were more more likely to have heard of in the news. Um, And they have more details on the the page. Now, of the, uh, again, like I said, so 2020, obviously, we were a little... It was a little less than normal because of the pandemic. Um, we weren't covering, the news wasn't covering them, so there was less notable ones. Not that there was necessarily less. So there are uh, three, six, and then so far in 2021, five. Now, there's the Boulder shooting, which we said is an Arab guy, which you want to call him a white guy. I'm not calling him a white guy. I'm just saying if the cops hadn't figured it out yet, if they were just looking at him, right? 
Mm-hmm. I'm seeing white guy. All right, so we're just going to go through the last two years. We're going to go because it's not a lot. So it's 2021 and. Oh, we're only doing the notables. I thought we were doing the. Full well, no, list. we're going to do the. We're going to do the notables for now, just to, for the conversation. But then okay. we have a game. We have a game planned for all of the best shootings of 2021, <laughs> or at least all the 12 cents Boulder, <laughs> which was on the 22nd, and we're recording this on the 28th of March. Um, yeah, there's, I think I believe it's 11 if you go if you count the Everglades. Um, so there was one in. Uh, Buffalo, that was Gregory Paul Yurick, white guy. Then there was uh, uh, Muskegee, five children, Jerron Pridgen. Now, Mike, I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Jerron Pridgen, guy named Jerron, not white. For sure. Uh, no, I looked it up. Okay. Um, now, I didn't look up the Florida Sunrise uh Shootout, but I believe. Hold on, let me see here. No one announced. Yeah, there you go. They did not announce the suspect's name. Uh, in 2020, I went through them. Two of the s- shootings in 2020 have no suspects listed. The notable shootings on Wikipedia have no suspects listed. One was at a block party in Washington, D.C., and one was at a house party in Rochester. Uh, so those are out. So now we have three that are removed. From the uh, 11 we're looking at, right? Uh, now, the Don Carter Lane shooting, that's a white guy. Uh, the Mayfair Mall shooting is a Hispanic guy. Now, the Milwaukee Brewery, I didn't know that. How the hell did we not know that six people got shot where they make cores? Wait, at the actual, like the actual yes. plant, the Coors plant, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee plant. So I think uh, Coors also owns like a mil, like, but so probably old Milwaukee, Milwaukee brewery shooting. Five people were killed when a gunman opened fire at the local Molson Coors beverage company campus where he had been employed. Afterwards, the gunman committed suicide. Oh, that's now, definitely <clears throat> white guy. Nope. What? Black guy. Wow. Could not stand the watered-down taste of Coors for one more minute. These white people don't even season their beer. That's what he said, and he shot fucking six people dead. So, 11 shootings. Uh, So now here's one, the Haney family shooting. Okay. Now, the guy's name is C.J. Haney. I need you to Google image C.J. Haney for me. H-A-Y-N-I-E, because I couldn't figure this out, Mike. Okay. C.J. Haney. We're doing Google Images? Let me see. Golly. Chris, what are we doing here? Pull it up. This is it. I could not figure out this kid's race. He is, uh, huh? I think he's, uh, <laughs> you know, you know. I, I, I look at this because I was planning this bit before I came in here the other day. Uh huh. And I was like, <clears throat> uh, <sighs> I don't know what to do here. <laughs> I felt like that episode of Seinfeld, you know, with the uh, where Elaine thinks uh, the guy she's dating might be. 
black. And then they're like, is he mixed? I don't, I don't think we should be talking about that. I didn't get uncomfortable until I couldn't figure out CJ. Who? It's also weird because he's 16. Mm. And he killed his whole family. Whoa. Uh, so that kid, if I had to guess. That's the thing. I couldn't even find anything. I went through a couple of articles. I think this is it. I think this is the most compelling argument. This photo right here. That's the thing. As I saw, because I used DuckDuckGo. You know, they're not whitewashing the photos. Did you really? I did also use DuckDuckGo. All right, I'm going to try that right now. See what I can find. But this looks like a pretty good photo. If right we keep here. doing stuff like this, DuckDuckGo will never sponsor the show. What are you talking about? I feel like DuckDuckGo will 100% realize. Show like, me the image that you saw. Okay. So you want to hear my case? Okay. So his mom, clearly some sort of South American. I was going to say either that or Native American, no? Well, that's what I kind of meant to, you know? Okay. So I was Mestizo. thinking. Mestizo. I was thinking like Is that centri- acceptable? Are you allowed to still say that word? I don't know. I've never heard that word before. I don't think I've heard it since elementary school. Probably means it's very racist. Racehorse? Hold on, let me check. Check with the ra- racehorse. Is mestizo? Are you allowed to say mestizo? No? Everything ugh, everything is racist. I mean, probably we should steer clear of bits like this. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, all right. Ale- All right, so we say, we're saying... White dad, though. Yeah, white dad. Okay, so ha- he's a halfer. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's got to be his dad, right? That's, that's, that's his dad. mom, yeah. white dad. Yeah, okay. So he's bira- He's a biracial gentleman. Ooh, ooh, So we'll count ooh, that as point five. Ooh, hold on. Point counterpoint, though, mm-hmm. right? This, like... This looks like his younger brother or his older brother. Older that brother. could be like first marriage. This could be second marriage. Yeah. No. I mean, all the all kids right. look all the all the kids look very related. Yeah. Um, Except for this kid. Pretty, this kid yeah. looks like he might be. Adopted. He might be an uncle. That's true. Yeah, he might be an uncle. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Um. So. The the so like I said, we're just doing the of note. I'm just like I'm just gonna tally the results of this. So we have. Uh, again, just the, the, the mass shootings of note, 2021, 2020, it's one, two, three, four, five, plus six, that's 11. Now two, we said, one, we don't know the race of the suspect because it wasn't revealed. Two, we don't know. That brings us down to eight, right? Two black guys, one, two and a half, two black guys, one and a half Spanish, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's three and a half. We said, and what did we say? We were at eight. Yeah. So it's four and a half, so still mostly white guys. But statistically, we're looking a little better. I just want to stop seeing white guys shooting people. <laughs> it's just, every time I'm like, oh, God, people are going to just say that people that look like me are evil for three days. I think, I think it's very stressful. Okay, look. I don't get stressed out a lot, Mike. This is weird to me. Because I don't remember the cores one at all, dude. And why I don't did that re- make the notable all, list? And there's mad other shootings that didn't, dude. I didn't remember in 2020 at some point there was in August of 2020. I don't remember this at all. 22 people got shot at a house at a block party in Washington D.C. Why did we not hear about that? Only one of them died. I'm just gonna throw this out there. You know, uh, white guys tend to kill. 
We're we're the best at this. Whoa, that's true. I mean, there's no su- they did they have no suspects arrested. It was clearly just somebody just spraying the party. Um. So yeah, twenty access to tw- automatic weapons though could be. I mean, not far from Baltimore though. Mm, that's true. They do have arsenals down there. Yeah, it could be. It could go. This could go either way. I, I, and it could go. Look, who the fuck knows? I, I, I heard from somebody on the news years ago that MS13 is just bringing in rapists and murderers and drug dealers and maybe some good people. I don't remember who said that. I don't remember. <laughs> so what we're gonna do for the remainder of this bit um, is, uh, I just want to, I just want to say it, it did, it just made me really annoyed. So now we have, of of these shootings, this is what I wanted to throw out. This is what making me mad. When people were saying that that guy only got brought in because he looked white, the Muslim guy, the two black guys on this list both got brought in alive. Both of them got brought in alive. Huh. And so did the biracial kid. And so did the Hispanic guy. Huh. All the, at least one of the white guys got killed. Yeah, I think here's the thing. I mean, that's just playing the numbers, though. They're gonna kill one of you. Yeah. Mass shooter. Also, no black guy killed himself. Oh yeah, that's true. His cores was. Yeah, yeah, he killed himself though. Yes, he yeah. committed suicide. The other black guy, Jaron Pigeon, is currently under custody. All right, and so, and how many black guys had mass shootings? Notable mass shootings Two. last year. So they, they both went on their neither own. Neither of them were. Neither yeah. of them were killed by the police. I feel like the police honestly respect mass shooters more That's than they respect what I'm regular saying. people. They don't care. They don't see race. They just like you if you're a mass shooter. They're like, I just want to talk to this guy. I think what it is is the police are like, how did you get so good at shooting people? I got into this whole thing to shoot people. I haven't shot anybody. Dude, they're jealous. That's what it is. I told you, Mike. I had a... Look, holy shit. They're just jealous that these guys got to shoot all those people and they've been working the job sometimes 15, 20 years. Never got to shoot anybody. This is crazy. Dude, they fucking do. Dude, they, they honestly talk about fucking shooters who killed themselves like it was a tragedy. They they legitimately yeah. do fucking lament these guys' pain. Fuck cops, dude. Hell yeah. Always been the stance of this show. <laughs> all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take the shooting sense boulder. We got Shane in here, uh, 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 who works at Gas. He's going to help us out with this. Me and you are going to gamble on. So when you click the list that says list the full list of mass a compre- for a more comprehensive comprehensive list of shootings in 2021, click this link. So when you click that link, it is a comprehensive list. And so since Boulder, Colorado, mm-hmm. as I said, there has been. Um, let's see. Atlanta. Um, there has been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One of them was in Atlanta. Ten, yeah. eleven, twelve. There's been another one in Atlanta. <laughs> four people, including a child, were injured at the entrance of the Cumberland Mall, although the mall was not evacuated. A similar su- shooting took place in December 2019. Um, damn. Damn, son. Stop going to that mall. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to a- Who goes to a mall? 
Especially like, oh man, like that was honestly the only reason there wasn't one last year is because there was a pandemic <laughs> that shut down malls all year. <laughs> Dude, they would have been three for three. Holy shit! Here's the thing: <laughs> if it was a white guy that shot up the Panda Express, we would have heard about this. That's true. Because <laughs> you would have killed all those Mexican people that work at Panda Express. Yeah. All right. So what Shane's going to do is he's going to Google the incident, and we are going to gamble on the race of the shooter based on the information given. Now, obviously, we can't gamble on the Everglades, which is happening right now. It is an ongoing mass shooting in the Everglades. Why can't we? Oh, can that be the tiebreaker? All right. We'll check back in by the end of the show. All right. Yeah, we'll, go. we'll do that. Okay. <clears throat> now, so here's all the information. March 22nd. Uh, two people dead, two people injured. Four. So the description is four people were shot at a restaurant. Doesn't say what type of restaurant. Two fatally. Cleveland, Ohio. What was the date and time? March 22nd. Doesn't give you the time. I'm going to say Cleveland, Ohio. Probably a white guy. Okay. So I, all right. So I have to take a different race. You don't have to. Hmm. Uh, all right. I'm gonna also say white guy. I'm gonna because it's just because it's Cleveland, and media has told me no one other than white guys live in Cleveland. It's true. I watched the Drew Carey show. The Drew Carey show, also Major League. I mean, yeah. Other than Wesley Snipes and and that uh, one other Caribbean dude. dude. Yeah. Yeah. But they were on the baseball team. That's true. This is the off season. They'd be in spring training. Yeah, so they wouldn't be in Cleveland. No. Hmm. Did you find it? Shane, what are we thinking? Cleveland's pretty ratchet, though. Like, So there's multiple mass shootings? Hold on. Uh, I would say, I don't know. There's two men. Um. Here we go. I have it right here. Uh, police rule out photograph suspects in shootings. So we'll see the photograph of the suspects, but they've been ruled out. Um, it happened at my friend's restaurant. It wasn't very friendly of them to shoot the place up like that. Um, it does seem like it was probably a white guy. You think? I think it was. Uh, Damn it. Shane, can we pull up the photos? Do you have them? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it was not. No. These were the guys they actually arrested, not the guys they were suspected on the photos. Huh? Well, I mean, if these were the suspects... Charging a connection with the double homicide. Okay, so these were two black... We were both wrong. Yeah, yeah, So, first of all, we learned something today. There were black guys that live in Cleveland. Yes. Okay. I've never been to Cleveland. I don't know if you know that. N- no, have you? Are you? Have you? Get pretty bad over there. Are you from Cleveland, Shane? I'm not from Cleveland, but I know people who are from Cleveland. Are they very hood? Uh, yeah. Do they shoot up restaurants called My Friend's Restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Both of those guys both look like the kind of guys who are not trying to pay for dinner, so they're like, "I'm going to eat at My Friend's Restaurant." All right, let's go to the next. Let's go to the next one. 
Um, so the next one, also on March 22nd, Detroit, Michigan, four people were shot in a vehicle, one fatally. Oh, man. It's Detroit, and according to television, no white people live in Detroit. I'd imagine it'd be too cold for any sort of South American person. I'm going to say it's a black guy. I feel like it's... Unless it was RoboCop. That's a no-brainer. I feel like Detroit, it's a trick question if it's not a black guy. But here's the thing. It Follows took place in Detroit, and they were all white. Yeah, but It Follows also took place in Detroit in an indeterminate time. There was no cell phones in... Mm. You know what I mean? Detroit's had a rough few years. Yeah, the only people that stayed and didn't flee Detroit to the suburbs may have been... Uh, black the black people who lived there. Uh, can we see? Do you, did you were you able to find it? Uh, pulling up right now. All right. All right. So that's a wash. We'll move on. Still investigating. All right. So so far we're tied up, Mike. Okay. So here's one: Aliceville, Alabama. Four people, including two high school students, were shot. One of the high school students later died. One other person died. Four people shot, two dead, one a high school student. Oof. High school student, you got to go. Well, I'm going white guy. If it's a high school student, was it at a high school? We don't have any more information. So here's the thing. If it's high school students shot at a high school party, I don't know if high schools are even open in Alabama right now. They probably are. I mean, everything's probably open in Alabama, but as we learned when I went to Florida, everything was open except museums. So perhaps maybe Alabama was just like, well, we need we've been needing to get rid of these schools anyway. <laughs> we've been needing to get rid of these damn schools. <laughs> Teaching our kid evolution. Could be. That's some bullshit. It says in this article to just uh quote from the victim's aunt, to just drive by somebody's house and just shoot them. That's not right. So it was a drive by. I mean, I don't want to stereotype uh black people as doing drive-bys. I'm going to still say... No, white guys do drive-bys now. Yeah, they do, right? We found that out in the Amon Aubrey case, right? Oh, right. Wasn't that white guys doing a drive-by? Exactly, it was. Dude, I saw a video. It was black dudes, but a uh, scooter-by shooting. What? I think it was in the Bronx. There was a... It it was a video of two black guys on uh, one of those little electric scooters. And I think it was was uptown. And one kid on the back was shooting off the back of the scooter. On the like the rebel bikes, a similar type scooter, but it was not a rebel because they would have like arrested a, the guy. They didn't arrest these guys. Was it like a souped up one? No. Just <laughs> like first of all, those are getting fairly popular around Flatbush. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes that just have those. Dude, is your neighborhood turning into Creed? No, because it's not ATVs. Although somebody did whip past me on an ATV while I was riding my bike the other day. Somebody's, I'm telling you, and I was you, like, oh, I feel like Creed right now. He was he was wheeling the whole way, standing on the back, bro. Tell you, motherfuckers who lived in Philly are uh-huh. now moving to New York, and they're bringing their ATVs. Mm. This All is right. about to be, dude. Well, so can we not find running? We can't. Have we found the Aliceville, Alabama shooting? Uh, I think we have pictures of the victims. I don't know if we have pictures of the shooter. Do we? No suspect. Can I see a picture of the? Oh, no suspect found at all. There's a. That's the thing. There's a lot of these you don't hear about. That's the victim. First of all, very weird that they would show the victim that's a high school student in the thing. That's fucking racist. Um, but So no suspect. Yeah. Um, well, that's what it's saying now. There, there might be an update. All right. We'll look. 
So right now, Mike, we're, we're both we're both oh for oh. No, for two. I said I said black guy. On which one? The last one. The last one, yeah. Okay. I was like, dude, because I don't know if schools are open. Could be Zoom learning. Could be a house party thing. Okay. And then okay. Shane was like, drive by. I was like, all right, all right, all right. So we'll go to the next one. Is the other shooting in Atlanta? In the mall, Cumberland Mall. Uh, although the mall was not evacuated, how do you not evacuate a mall after? I, here's the thing. I just now assume that. It was all Iraqi people there because they're the only people that could deal, or Palestinians. They're the only people that could deal with this amount of bombing. Mm. <clears throat> I'll be honest with you. Like, there is something about it where it's like, all right, we did this in 2019. We know how to act. All right. We've contained the situation. Mm. There's nobody else here. Uh, these stores have been closed for almost a year. I'm getting that new pair of pants I want. Like, I'm going out this weekend. Oh, yeah. Whoring like, 20s, baby. Are you Whoring 20s. They're closing the mall. Wait a second. Yeah, this was at the mall. Was this... When was the All-Star game? <laughs> no, dude. This was like... This was like four days ago, dude. That was like for this weekend. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like mad nice All right, weather. we're done mourning those Asian ladies. Time to go out. <clears throat> Time to go out. Strip clubs are going to be open. It's like, so all now, right. what do you say? It's Atlanta. Yeah. What do you say, Mike? Mall shooting, I'm going to say it's a uh, group of people involved in... I don't... It's either going to be street beef or a robbery. That, like, really, I think, differentiates You can't my step on sneakers that are still on the box. <laughs> I think I'm going to assume this. I'm literally... I'm going to say... I'm going to go not black or white. I'm going to go Arab guy. Even though we know... Statistically speaking, it's mostly black guys and white guys that are committing these mass shootings. Atlanta? It's mostly white guys. Atlanta? It's going to be... We've one. already had one white guy shooter in Atlanta. You You're, really think we're going to have two? That's why I'm saying it's going to... I'm going to go... I'm going Arab guy. You're double... Okay. I'm mm. going Arab guy. Just because who goes to the mall? Yo, fuck. If it was a Dominican guy... Mm. If it wasn't Atlanta, I'd be like, maybe it's a Dominican guy. Yeah, I'll give you two to one on fucking on Arab guys. All right, uh, so that that ties us up. If it's an Arab guy, what are you picking? I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess black guy. You're gonna guess black guy. I'm yeah. taking Arab guy. You, you might take the lead right now, Mike. And now, mind you, we have ten thousand dollars on this. <sighs> Do we have an update? Nothing on the Cumberland. Mo There's no suspect. How do they not have a suspect? Dude, people just don't snitch in Atlanta unless it's a white guy. Dude, Atlanta is the shit. <laughs> the white guy got snitched on by his parents. That's true. That's your fault. If your parents snitch on you, that's your fault. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, you did something before that. Literally, that's why he did it. His parents were like, yo, fuck you for going to get hand jobs." Like, you're, it's a sickness. You're addicted to it. And he was that's like, true. I will take the Lord's vengeance upon them then. Uh, like he went real Boondock Saints on it, dude. That's, yeah. Your parents will call you out if you're, dude. You can't do Boondock Saints shit if you still live with your parents. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy. All right, here's one that neither of us heard about. Uh, March 13th. This is going back a ways, but I'm just gonna throw this out there. Uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, at a hookah parlor. <sighs> Zero dead, five injured. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. There's some demographics of people who like hookah. Mm -hmm. Old Arab men, 
young white women mm-hmm. and groups of, I'm going to say, 28-year-old mixed Puerto Rican dudes and black dudes. So, But this is in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So it, honestly, Russian Jews like hookah. Do the Russian You Jews. think it was a Hasid? Could it have been a Hasid? At the hookah spot, business deal going wrong? I don't know. My gut. First of all, I want to see that movie. Kind of, right? First of all, I want to know who opens a fucking hookah bar in Williamsburg. No, that's where you open a hookah bar. A hookah bar? No, no, no. Yeah. You open a hookah bar like Brighton Beach. There's like six hookah bars by my house. I don't know who goes in them. They always seem to be busy. Yeah. There's so many there. But not in Williamsburg. Yeah, you open like a fucking chicken and waffles shit run by a fucking white lady. No, it's like if you're the only one in Williamsburg, you're in a desert for hookahs. And like you said, 28-year-old white bitches like hookah. No, I think like 19, 20-year-old white bitches like hookah. That too. Whatever. Do you have Do you have the article, Shane? Have you pulled this up? Mm-hmm. I hate to be a disappointment, but... Police are lacking these days. No, no suspects. Caught. No suspects in New York City. <laughs> yeah, no, no victims. Uh, no so- on a search for the suspects. No arrests. Bro, this is what happens when you defund the police. They we didn't can't even get defund these them shooters. The bills haven't passed to defund the police. They can't find any shooters anywhere. Dude, they Jesus can't find Christ. any shooters. Cops suck. All right, look. Literally, what are they doing? The next I had a cop tell me I couldn't take the subway last night because it was too late. The He's next like, it's coming, but you can't get on. The next one is one dead, seven injured. It's the south side of Chicago. We're going to move on to the next one. <laughs> this one is interesting because here's one. I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, zero dead, eight wounded. Here's the thing. Have you ever been to Virginia Beach, Mike? I No. I've, heard I've, of- I've been to Virginia Beach. Yeah. Uh, uh, I... Uh, had the N-World ye- yelled at me in Virginia Beach. <laughs> How did it feel? That was an early, uh, early notes of a goon. You had said if, if that happened, your life would be significantly I forgot, more interesting. I, actually for, I guess I forgot about it. I was with my buddy. Yeah. We were walking down the uh, boardwalk, like that like water strip in Virginia Beach, and some guys, honestly, in a pickup truck with a Confederate flag on the side, yelled the N-Word at us. Oh, no. And then drove off. And it was bizarre. Here's what was good about it, though. Two girls were like, that was crazy. And then we ended up hooking up with those chicks. That was fine. Hell yeah. So it was like, all right. Um, but it was very. <sighs> yeah, that doesn't seem as fun. Because that's not what we talked about at all. No, no, no. It wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. It was, they, were just, they were just mad and drove away. You know what I mean? No, what I said earlier is if like a black guy in anger. Yelled a hard R N word at me. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's very funny. Okay, um, that, I thought, I thought from the story that's what you were telling me. No, no, no. <laughs> White guys yelled this at me, but I also there was all there's also like you know it, that's a it's a it's a more diverse place than you'd think. Virginia Beach. If you go out to like the bars and shit, mm. like that happened. But then we didn't really. I guess if you went into like a country western bar, which we weren't doing, it probably wouldn't have been. Do we have the name of the bar? 
Uh, eight people were injured after a fight in Virginia Beach that led to a shooting. Two other shootings, one of which was officer-involved, also occurred that night, <sighs> though it is unknown if they were related to the original... What the fuck story is this? <laughs> Just Google March 26, mass shooting, Virginia Beach. March 26, 2021. Yeah. Uh, two dead, eight hurt? No, no. Just eight hurt. I have... I'm seeing shooting, Virginia Beach, two dead, eight hurt. Oh, this must be it. Oh, because that was later in the night, and they don't know if they were all related. It was all supposed to be like... It's all the one, same fracas. <sighs> I'm going to say that there's no suspects. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Damn. Dude, that's betting the draw on Baccarat right there. Yeah, like it's just, it is just. Dude, it's been coming up a lot. That's just trusting police and confidence. I'm going to say, no, there was police on the scene. They have to know who the shooter was. One shooting was police involved. Right. I'm saying that shooting, you have to know the race of the guy, period. If the cops are involved, you have to know the race well, of the guy. Well, you can't just take the race of the guy. I'll give you two to one on this one. Maybe you'll, you'll fucking, you'll, you'll take an insurmountable lead on this. Maybe we'll do one or two more because it's fun. But. You'll take an, I'll give you two to one if you can call the race on this. Because I'll tell you this, Virginia Beach sounds like it could easily be a white guy. Could be a white girl, I'll tell you this. Those fucking bitches are fucking crazy down there. Here's my argument. White guys down there, chances are their uncle's on the force. Black guy down there, chances are if a cop is involved in a shooting. He probably shot a black guy. Probably shot a black guy. That's my argument. Mm, that's all right. I think that's fair logic. Yeah, but I, all right. Who was the suspect, Shane? Does it say? Two, two suspects, one girl, DeShayla E. Harris. First of all, did I not say it could be a girl down there? Damn, good call. I feel like I should get partial credit. <sighs> I feel like that might be a wash. All right. And then the other one's Donovan, Donovan W. Lynch, 25. Donovan W. Lynch? Pull up a picture of him. It's literally a combination of Donovan McNabb and Marshawn Lynch. I 1,000% guarantee I went two for two on this one. Yes, you certainly did. <laughs> you, you certainly did. Um, uh, when, I, when, I, when I look up Donovan Lynch, honestly, the only thing that comes up is white guys named Donovan Lynch. If you Google image, Seriously? Yes. Dude, if you pull this off, no, you win the 10 grand. No, first of all, it's definitely none of... It's not the shoot. But here's the thing. What's the girl's name again? Daisha Harris, if I'm no. not mistaken, correct? I think it's... DeShayla Harris, sorry. All right, I'm just going to give you this one. Thank you. I should get partial... It's not two to one, though. You get one point because I called the woman. That's true. You didn't nail that. And also, I make up the rules. It's my game. It's my... In poor taste, mass shooting game. Dude, Ben has to put uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music under this. All right, we're going to do, yeah. We're going to do, all right, we're going to do, uh, we'll do two more. All right? Um, we're going to do, now this happened in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in a sports bar in Fishtown, which we have a friend, our friend Tom, who's trying to sell you sponsors. Uh, seven people were shot outside a sports bar in Fishtown. Mm -hmm. Three of the victims are in critical condition and four are in stable condition. Mm. Um, Do we know if there's a suspect in custody? It doesn't say, but I'm sure you can find this. It was Shane? March 26th, just two days ago. Uh, seven people were shot outside a sports bar in Fishtown. Ooh. Now, Fishtown, now Tom is white. Someone taken into custody. Huh? Someone has been taken into custody. Okay. Someone was taken into custody alive. So 
Okay. Uh, we can't be taken into custody dead. Uh, they bring it to the morgue. Uh, so somebody has been taken into custody alive in Fishtown in a sports bar. Now, March 26th, today's the 28th. What sports were on? The television. I know the NBA is on right now. How about a lot of March Madness? Ooh, March Madness is why I'm going white guys. March Madness is white guys. I'm going white. Because I know a guy, I'm going to tell a quick story. I know a guy who uh, loved the Giants, white gentleman, uh, loved the Giants. And he was in a bar the day before the Giants, the first time the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, right? He was in a bar. And some guy from Boston goes, look, man, I just, I just don't think the Giants are going to win. The, the, the Patriots are the better team. They're undefeated, blah, blah, blah. And that kid went, nah. And beat that dude half to death and went to jail. Did he he didn't least... beat him half to death. He just he beat the shit out of him and went to jail. Did he at least get to watch the game? Nope. He didn't get out till Monday. He beat somebody up in a bar at 2 a.m. on Super Bowl Sunday. Wait. It was Saturday night, 2 a.m. Oh, the... what a jerk off. So, so think about it. It's Super Bowl Sunday. If you're a CEO that works central bookings and you have a sick day, that you could take. Mm-hmm. You're taking Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, this is a white guy at a sports bar during March Madness. Got into an argument. Gotta with, be. Got into an argument with a black guy over or Stipe Ngannou. Similar situation, right? He okay. was so jazzed up about it, right? Fucking came back with a gun. Bang, bang, white guy. You think it was a white guy? In I think Philly? it was a white guy defending Stipe and... Uh, he got, he missed same him. situation and he was de- similar situation also dead wrong similar situation okay all right who's the suspect the suspect has been captured but I'm still trying to find the name of him <laughs> they don't like putting the suspect's name out there okay so that is a thing that they are doing because they don't want to like glorify these assholes you know what I mean mm. uh mm. I assume it's a du- it's a Duke lacrosse player. <laughs> he raped the dead. Okay. I would say it's a white dude though. This this sounds like a white dude. Uh, he the- pulled he pulled the gun out of his pleated shorts, <laughs> which he was wearing, even though it's still cold in Philly in March. All right, we have to we have to move on. This is this is just not going anywhere. We've done this for too long. Mike, you win the game. I'll pay you your ten thousand dollars after the show. Hell yeah! Now I gotta ask the racehorse something. Now we did this whole bit. Uh, now have we determined that the mass shootings? I don't know what we determined with the race stuff on the mass shootings. We really didn't go anywhere. I still feel like they're scapegoating. They're just it's just a it's just a scapegoating, not because of a hatred. I think there's a scapegoat because the media uh, needs a scapegoat and white men are the only acceptable scapegoat. Now, I said that last week. That's not has nothing to do with this bit where we just identify the races of mass shooters and gamble on it. Racehorse, is this racist? God damn it, racehorse. Damn it. All right. We have to move on. <laughs> Mike, a few weeks back, we talked about... Um, we talked about an article in the Financial Times that I sent you that said the Biden administration had 
uh, challenged the World Health Organization on the lab hypothesis for COVID-19. And I said that I sent it to a bunch of people and they didn't, they didn't, uh, they hadn't heard this story and it wasn't reported in a lot of places. So I did some research. I did some, not research. I, I looked up just some stuff. Axios actually put out a study. Um, <clears throat> there's an article called America rebalances its post Trump news diet on Axios where they literally said there are just hundreds of stories less about Joe Biden than Donald Trump in the first hundred days. Um, here, Biden was discussed on cable news for an estimated 1,836 minutes, as opposed to Trump, who had 4,669 minutes in his first year, um, in, by, by February of his first year. Um, there was a 20% drop in traffic on these sort on all news sites. People are just watching the news less, but also that literally there is significantly less reporting on the Biden administration than there ever was on the Trump administration. Because dude, Trump to me, did you ever read Watchmen or did you just see the movie? No, I read Watchmen. You read Watchmen. Remember in the end, the the, the eternal villain was supposed to be Dr. Manhattan and he left, but he could always come back. That's how the world becomes one world. Yeah. Okay. I just think that's what the whole Trump with the white mass shooter thing is like, because like, it's gone, and it's while Trump was the president, it was all the same, not all the same shit. It was a lot more crazy, but I keep, just keep seeing people say over and over again, now this study like kind of proves that we were right, that they're just not reporting on it. Like, again, like I said, uh, it, it just, like, hundreds less articles per month on the Biden administration, despite the fact that still immigrants in cages, we all kind of vaguely know that in the peripheral, the way we always knew it in the peripheral, but just Trump was like, yeah, whatever, we're doing it, I'm tweeting. I keep seeing people go, I feel so happy that I don't have to pay attention to the news as much. People are happy they don't have to pay attention to the news as much. But I don't think there's much of a difference in what's going on. There's literally none. It feels like that. What changed? Not much. I mean, Biden fell down the steps. Literally, white girls just get to go like we did it. Was that all the whole thing was? That's literally it. They were like, yo, they were mad Hillary lost to this guy, so they fucking hated him from the start. There was no winning with this motherfucker, and he kept saying incendiary shit. It's like every now and then you need a strongman president, period. No, and but I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there with the, with, with the articles thing. I mean, there's a known thing called availability bias. What do you mean? So people, when people see constant news about something, just because it's always available and it's the last thing they read, they think everything in the world is worse. That's what availability bias is. So like, let's say uh, you see a news report that there's a, a lot of violent crime in your neighborhood, right? And then two days later, somebody asks you, are, do you feel unsafe in your neighborhood? You're significantly more likely to say yes. So if there's constant news reporting on the horridness of the president, even if it's like, like I said, there's just was more reporting. You know what I mean? Like, why aren't they just like, it's just like so much, like every single thing this guy did, they were reporting on it. Not that it's significantly like, again, the Biden administration is keeping people off the border. So there's not a lot to write about. Whereas the Trump administration was like, yeah, take your pictures. I don't care. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's just more news. And because there's an availability bias and you're hearing about it constantly, it feels like it's stressing you out. Like, there's other information that's come out recently where it's like Americans feel, Americans had felt, or still kind of do, that this is the worst time ever. Did you know that? This is the most dangerous time ever. There's like more people that are saying that now than during World War II. Than during the, like, I had a friend Are you say, kidding me? I had a friend say they were scared to conceive a child because they were worried about the world pre-COVID under Trump. I literally was like, somebody was coming inside somebody during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, probably a lot of times. Probably in Cuba. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like Definitely in Cuba. That's racist. I'm saying you got the war. You're telling me if you have a destroyer on your fucking I guess you shore. Just, I guess you just go, eh, we're all going to die. I'm just going to come in this That's lady. 100% where my head would go. I guarantee there were so many fucking Cuban Missile Crisis babies. That's crazy. You really think you're taking it out? The baby non-boomers? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely. Um, I'm just saying is like, it, I just like that we we said that. I said that based on that one article, and then like of like less than a week later, I, I saw this a while ago. I didn't bring it to the show, but like, all right, here's political cons- politics consumption dropped twenty eight percent. Publishers traffic was down across the board, and many major news sites saw traffic dip more than twenty percent, according to data from traffic traffic analytics company Similar Web. Like it's just down fucking everywhere. Like it's fucking crazy. And I just wanted to, I, I really only brought this up to point out that we called it. Did, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were, you know, I, I do think you nailed it. Um, I think what it comes down to is, like, it's, I've heard that from everyone, you know? Like, what? like, uh. But they're uh, just not checking the news. Yeah, Mattern just jumped, the, like, Mattern was like, he popped in to do Without a Country, uh-huh. right, to guest host. And he James was like. James Matter. Yeah, sorry. Oh, James. James Matter popped in, he's like, I took two weeks off from the news after the inauguration because I I'll, didn't have to care. So here's the here's what I did. So here's a crazy thing. So I decided for this show, I would like start looking up, are there benefits, like there's more negative effects from like, I just like started looking at different studies about video games and the news. Like the news fucks you up more when it's constantly negative. Like there's, because there's also a negativity bias that makes you think that the world, and the news mostly reports negativity. It's true. I think that's 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 kind of a fun wrinkle, though. You know what I mean? Like, there is going to be a time where Notes of a Goon is rivaling Tucker. I mean, we already are. We're kind of blowing him out of the water already, honestly. I mean, it's a better show. For sure. Like, I know multiple people who have been on Tucker Carlson who are just like, that guy's a jag-off. Yeah. Like, also, shout out to Cesar Vargas, who's running for Staten Island Borough President. That's my boy. Um... <laughs> He's been on Tucker Carlson multiple times. That's why you I don't it say. Up. Yeah. Um, hell yeah, dude. That's fucking dope. You think he's going to win? I mean, he's a Mexican guy running for Staten Island Borough president, so probably not. I don't know. There's a, I hope so. I don't. I donated hundred bucks for his campaign, which gets multi, which gets matched. You know, whatever, ten times because I'm a New York resident. That's sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everybody should go donate to that motherfucker because if he becomes president, uh, president of Staten Island. I mean, I guess he would probably make me like an archduke. 
Dude, if you became royalty of Staten, Staten Island, Island, oh god, I would lord it over all those Staten Island comedians who are jerk off. They'd have Kinzo's. to book you fucking headliner spots on the Fifth Row Comedy Festival. Exactly, I totally would get that. That'd be pretty sick. I'd be crushing it, dude. Dude, if you had your own headlining spot at the Fifth Row Comedy Festival and you, and you boys as came arch, out as the Archduke of Staten Island, if you got bestowed upon you the Archduke <laughs> of Staten Island dude, at a show, you know, that just comes with you. Just they just throw meatballs at you wherever you go. But, like, in a good way. Dude, could you imagine that? If you're the Archduke of Staten Island, they assassinate you with meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. So, fucking workshop your hour all summer, right? Fifth World Comedy Festival. Uh, Your boy comes down, right? You do. I I honestly just want all meatballs in the crowd. You do a 45-minute set, right? We have a whole meatball sub after party. Nice. Six foot? Six foot. Minimum. No, 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 dude. We're going to need so many more feet because people are going to come out. People are going to no, travel. No, but you get different subs. You got to get a hot sub and a cold sub. But here's the thing. I think anybody who gets the half American side is fucking an idiot. When it comes to six-foot subs, <laughs> right? You know, when you get the Italian side, nobody goes for the American side. You maybe get rid of a... That's all that's left at the end of a party is like two-foot of American side. That would have went if it was all six-foot Italian. Nobody wants... First of all, ham, roast... All the Italian meats are all pork that are just difference. I can't. Nobody wants ham, roast beef, and turkey with American cheese on one thing. <laughs> I, I really do. I love it, dude. I fucking love American. You go American first? Hell yes. You are the only person. There is no. 7 billion people listening to this show. <laughs> no. And they're all going, ew. No, 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 no. There are Muslims going, you don't go American first. No, American first is dope crazy dude you get all your best lunch meats right like everything that reminds me of going to uh school right like oh, on a thing that you did great at chill i got to go to grade <laughs> school and have a lunch it was either turkey sandwich roast beef sandwich sometimes a ham sandwich you know mm-hmm. on like that generic plain ass white bread all right, all right. what are we talking we're talking about this fucking media bias thing we're how do we get here <laughs> Oh, my friend is running for Staten Island Borough President. How did we get here? Archbishop of Sandwiches. Before that! With the news thing. I just wanted you to commit to Archbishop of Sandwiches. But, uh... um, No, I think... But it's kind of like... It's like I said with the Watchmen thing. It's... I think this is the thing. Is Trump is gone. Their traffic is down. People... I took... I... So here's the thing. I did this when Trump got elected. I took a break from the news. That's why we have so many stories on this show that are either from The Economist or the PBS NewsHour. Because after the 2016 election, I was like, I can't take this shit anymore. I'm not paying attention to the news. Because I always consider myself somebody who's like relatively informed. And I was like, I cannot fucking take what the news is doing to my brain and how stupid it's making every fucking person around me. Uh, Mike, I swear to God, I don't think you knew me that. We barely knew each other at that point, right? Uh, we had just in met. 2016. Yeah, no, I don't. I didn't meet you till 2017. So there you go. It was driving me. I'm talking about batshit crazy. Literally, people were like Republicans were calling me a liberal fucking cunt, and fucking uh, like liberals were calling me like a Republican piece of shit. Like it was just like I was like, no, you're all just you're just consuming headlines. It's driving me. Fucking, that's why, and so I like reduced my news intake in 2016, so everybody else just kept the rage train rolling with Trump, and just kept, just stayed on the train, and I was like, nope, I'm reading The Economist once a week, and I'm gonna watch the PBS NewsHour, I think those are consistent sources, I'm doing this, that's why we have so many 
stories on the show from those two news sources. That's fair. Um, I mean, you also told me it's like you, you also told me your alternative to the PBS News Hour while doing stuff around the house, and it's like I mean, at least you're keeping your brain at least a little bit active. Oh, oh fuck you! I mean. So, so I watched a couple of Texas death matches while I'm arguing with my girlfriend. <laughs> Shut no. up. Specifically, specifically. Terry Funk exploding death match. All right. <laughs> all right. Spe- while I'm lifting weights. Yeah, specifically as your workout, like. Yes. There's no music. You're not lifting the music. You're lifting to like men beating each other with plywood in the, the deep south. You're watching Texas tornado tag masters. Yeah, that's how you... While pumping iron. That doesn't have to do what we're... We'll get to that. I will talk about that. Well, we got to wrap the show up in a little bit. But maybe we'll talk about that next week. I got a whole thing about women that I've been working on. Okay, my bad. Um, But, so... No, but this whole thing with the media, I, I think that's a big part. So the media needs a new scapegoat. Trump is gone. There are no scapegoats anymore except for white dudes. See, we said this last week. I think that's. I don't think it's a hatred thing, like, but there's a reason why all media is just like hate white dudes. Is because they painted themselves in. The, I know I'm repeating myself, but they painted themselves into a corner, and they're just like we have to. Bl- we can still. That's how we still have Trump is if we just blame white guys for everything. Then we still kind of get the Trump clicks, and they just need that money. Does that make sense? Mm. You don't think? Look, so this is a, kind of Voldemorting him. Kind of. Um, They're like, yo, he's going to come back. Look at all these fucking... It's, it's fucking the end of Watchmen, the comic, not the movie. <sighs> this is what I'm saying. It's like, all right, so we talked about... Um, uh, regularly, you see the statistics cited from, uh, from various sources that say Asian businesses were hit especially hard during COVID. Asian-owned businesses. All right, so I found a uh, study from the National Bureau of Economic Research, right? Let me pull this up here. And now the National Bureau of Economic Research, I'm sure it's like the Council of Foreign Relations and is some part of some uh, Rothschild fucking conspiracy group. But I pulled this up and according to this, the number of businesses that closed during COVID that are down, uh, total down 22%, uh, black owned down 41%, Latino owned down 32%, Asian owned down 26%, white owned down 17%. So immigrant and native immigrant owned is down 36%. I don't know if Asians are counted under immigrants and it's just all one thing, but black and Latinos really hit the most hard. Like, and I don't understand why we're talking about, it's just like Asian business, because no, like nobody would buy, basically it's just like this. There's a weird thing with ethnic foods in general. This is why I think the immigrant number was so high uh, of like, it's, it's higher than the average is because um, when it comes to ethnic based foods in general, so most restaurant, most small businesses are restaurants, right? People don't want to pay a certain amount of money for Chinese food or tacos. That's probably why Latino restaurants were hurt the most or Latino businesses were hurt the most. You there's a there's a certain price you have and I think Mexican food gets it the worst, but Chinese food is probably second of like I won't pay 
money for this. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, no, that doesn't cost that. That costs this. It's a taco. It doesn't cost $5. A slice of pizza and a taco can cost the same money. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and a slice of pizza from a good pizzeria doesn't have meat on it and often costs more than a taco. That's true. This is what I'm saying is like, so like you're getting, we're, but we're focusing on the wrong thing because, because the news is going, well, if we, we could spin this Asian thing, so that'll get clicks. Asian businesses were hit hard. They just weren't hit the hardest. According to this, this is the only study I could, the only actual study I could fucking find was this one study. Because I, I looked for actual fucking numbers and it said black and Latino businesses were hurt the most. And when it comes to food rest businesses, those businesses tend to have the slimmest margins. And, and then Chinese businesses have slim margins. And, or like Asian businesses have slim margins because white people are just like, I won't, like I remember when ramen restaurants first started popping up in New York. And if I, I'm repeating myself, I apologize. But I remember just like telling people like, yeah, I love to go get like a bowl of ramen. It's so fuck, I fucking love, you know I fucking love that shit. And I remember dudes being like, $18 for a bowl of ramen. I'm not paying $18 for a bowl of ramen. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, ramen's like a dollar at the store. I was like, jar sauce. I, t- I said this last week with the jar sauce, didn't I? I apologize, Mike. I mean, Chris, you 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 gave me the warning, and then we didn't, uh, you didn't, you doubled down. Well, because you're very high, and you're not stopping me. What do you want me to do? Chris, throw my body in front of it? Like you said, I know I might be repeating myself, but I'm like, you are, but... Right. <laughs> I just wanted to make, I wanted to further elaborate on my point from last week, but I am not doing that. Um, no, I never thought about it like that. It's a fucking weird, it, but it's a weird thing when you actually see fucking numbers like that. Like, that you're, you're sitting there and you're going, why are they report, they're just reporting on this because it, it fits a narrative that they know they could program into this other thing because they need to keep getting fucking clicks and it fuck, whatever. Does it make sense? Sure. All right. I'm just trying to think of like, damn, that really sucks for all those businesses. It, dude, I think about d- disturbingly made me upset that article that New York Magazine put out were the 500 businesses that closed in New York. And there's way more. I just, you keep passing places that are just gone. And I just, I don't know why it makes me so goddamn upset, but it just does. Because I know like how much work it takes to go into building a place. And like some people just think like a business just makes money, but mostly they don't. There's like, are they not like stonks? Do they not just keep going up? They don't just keep going up, Mike. You know, you know what does keep going up? The bills. Um, that stinks, dude. Yeah. Why? Why does stonks keep going up and businesses not keep going up? <sighs> dude, I I remember I said to, we got to stop doing fake business and start doing real business. Dude, again. I I said to a guy, I said I said to a couple of people in the beginning of the pain, when the stocks were all when the stocks were all going back up. I go well at some point. The stock prices of things have to go down because none of these businesses are open. <laughs> like, and people were just like, I-, I guess. And like, I was just like, like, no, but like, McDonald's share price, which is whatever, like, places that were closed. I- Rick's Cabaret has done very well, like, in the last year. Like, there's like various, Dave and Buster's, like, I think they were doing bad, but there was a couple stocks that was just like, why are these doing okay? Like, um, a big one was, I think that might have been before the pandemic, the Hertz went bankrupt and people were just buying the stock and it inflated the price of the stock. 
Oh, dude, and people Hertz dude, rent a car. That's actually so fun. I was talking to somebody yesterday who said that he, uh, like the Hertz going out of business was like, yeah, you're good. Like, dude, so many people got a you're good on their credit when Hertz went out of business. What do you mean? Like, because people just owe money to car companies. You know what I mean? Like, oh. They're like a massive debt collector. So it's one of those things where it's like, I could see like on a um, very like uh, uh, pessimistic level, like a company like that going in and being like, oh, let's make it a meme stock so that we can hold on to this debt. Because if we can ever find a way to collect this debt, then we'll be in in. But couldn't the, the, co- the company couldn't just sell the debt as a last ditch effort? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Is that legal? No. Moving on. Mm. All right. Um, I got this thing about uh, uh, China and the Biden administration had their first meeting. The The Chinese government sent some emissaries to Alaska, and Biden sent some people to Alaska. Biden didn't go. It was the first meeting between parties of both things. I guess they can't fly to China because COVID. But there's this thing. I have it on from PBS. Can we can we can we watch uh, just this quick clip that made me fucking chuckle to myself? And then the last thing we'll do before the Johnny Panini interview will be uh, we'll talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two, which I'm sure you've watched already. You watched it? I hate you, Mike. I thought you let you down. Can we do the Johnny Panini interview, and then while you're interviewing Johnny Panini, I can watch it? No. Um, God damn it. There's a drive to deep right center. This man is on. Brad way back there watching. Oh, no. What did you do, Mike? Headhander yeah. winds and fires. Jastrzemski lines up a shit into center field. Now, what a lot of people don't know who are listening to this show right now. And why we feel an obligation uh, to raise these issues uh, here today. In Blinken. In response, Yang used his two-minute allotment to spend 16 minutes accusing the U.S. of hypocrisy. Many people within the U.S. actually have little confidence in the democracy of the United States. The challenges facing the U.S. in human rights are deep-seated. They did not just emerge over the past four years, such as Black Lives Matter. Hold on one second, please. Blinken then changed the plan and told the media to stay so he could respond on camera. It's never a good bet to bet against America. At that point, the U.S. camera left. The Chinese objected and called for the cameras to return to resume the tit-for-tat. One can only cause damage to himself if he tries to strangle or suppress the Chinese people. Yang's unabashed. This gave me significantly less confidence in both the Chinese government and the United States government, Mike. Nah, dude. I'm looking at that being like, yo, China kind of just big dick Biden right there. Why? He's they like, both were calling back, to, come back here, camera. And he's like, don't bet against the U.S. And then that guy was like, no, 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 no. The U.S. could suck my balls. Yeah. And then the U.S. camera was just like, they, they did that a few more times. How many more times? Who like, got the last one? Who cares? I care. Why? Whoever gets the last one wins. They shouldn't have done it at all. <laughs> if you get your catchphrase in last, you win. That's pro wrestling's taught me that. No, man. Dude, this... we're about to enter fucking China's 52 weeks or whatever it was. Dude, this is so fucking... The fact that they even did this and they were like, come in. Come... This was supposed to be... First of all, this was supposed to be uh, like a 
just pleasantries, a photo op, a quick thing, and it devolved into that. I have no confidence in the world in the next 10 years. We are all as good as dead. If we're counting on these idiots to do anything. No, dude, it's all dick measuring. That's what politics is sometimes. He's got to be the biggest guy in the room. Come here, come here. Uh, and the guy's like, it's not just the last four years, like Black Lives That's been going on like way longer than four years, dude. Black Lives Matter? That was like Ferguson. Yeah, it was about four years ago. Wasn't it? Was no! Was 2015? No! 2014? That would be six years ago, by the way, bud. Oh, yeah, wasn't it? Huh. All right, I'm looking it up. Right, it doesn't Damn, matter. it was 2014. Yeah, that was. I'm just saying, it's like, it, it was just like, oh, people don't have uh, confidence in your democracy. Well, he was making the point of, and I think this is fair, uh, he was making the point that, like, yeah, in the last four years under Trump, a lot of the shit that was, like, already bubbling under the surface has risen up. He's like, in China, we have the Communist Party, right? He's looking at it through that lens. So he's like, in China, we have the Communist Party, right? We run shit, and if anybody starts popping off too hard, like, they get silenced. Here's Nobody thing, fucks with us. But he, but here's the thing. is like, this guy being like, yeah, like this guy tried to pull the Wesley Snipes always bet on black thing, but I don't know why Biden said that dude. Yeah, he was a cornball. That dude was a bitch. He was wearing like a black cloth mask. First of all, I think it was really funny that they were all wearing masks except when they were talking, which is the time that you spread the virus. It's like, all right, you fucking theater idiots. Like, it's just like, it, it, it's just theatrical nonsense. Like, it's just like, but they were both like, oh, come, camera. First of all, that guy was big dicking, but he just came off like an asshole. When you go, when you're supposed to have two minutes to rebuke, and you take 16 minutes, that's not big dicking. That's incompetence. Huh. I. Hmm. When you're supposed to take two, like, if you take five minutes, when you're supposed to take two minutes, that's big dicking. If you take 16 minutes, for real? The camera stayed in there for 16 minutes 16 for him to say that? 16 minutes. Dude, if he called him in for one line, I'd be like, this guy fucking rules. First of all, yeah, like, what are you doing? Dude, if he called him in to You didn't just... have one? You you couldn't just been like, when that guy was like, it's always a bad bet to bet against the USA. And then, like, that guy would have been like, pull, pulling back, he's like, we play Baccarat because we're Chinese, and China's the dealer. Boom! Boom! How sick would that be if you just sent your as yeah. like as like part of battle? If you meander in fucking Cantonese for sixteen fucking minutes, people are sitting there going, "When's the translator gonna start?" <laughs> fucking listen to the fucking white guy talk after this. Yeah, dude, it was hard for me to listen to two voices at once and process what they were both saying. It was crazy. No, but I'm just saying, it's like you're just sitting there. Imagine sixteen minutes of that loading up, and you're like, "Oh, you're just a dick. You're just an asshole." That guy, I think China lost that that back and forth just because 16 minutes. They cut it. It'd be great, though, if it was like 16 minutes and then the translator was just like, y'all ain't shit. Boom. And dropped the mic. But that's not what happened. He then talked. 16 minutes. Not good. That's thanks. Yep. 
That'd be dope, though. Think about it like that. Like, if it was, like, uh, Spartacus mm-hmm. times. You know what I mean? Like, when no. you got... All right, whatever. Like, two armies are about to meet, and they send out, like, their, their best warrior first. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of tight if, like, instead they just did, like, a like a roast battle. Mm. If it was just like, all right, can we insult you better and, like, drop, like, the better fucking... If we kind of better... You think that would be good? You need to never eat edibles before the <laughs> show again. Why? Because you're just getting higher and higher <laughs> and making less and less sense. Dude, I'm saying, right? Like, remember how Brad Pitt came out in Troy? <laughs> you're, like, legitimately upset with me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I had, like, a bunch of stuff planned. <laughs> just, just high talk. Detailing. <laughs> that I spent time on. I just... <sighs> Stay tuned for the Johnny. I, I interview the Johnny Panini after this. It's going to be great. Was this, was this a good show? R- Racehorse, was this a racist show? God damn it, Racehorse. Uh... Fuck. Good night. Hey, uh, Johnny? Yeah? Johnny Panini? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? It's Chris. I emailed you, uh, at your restaurant. Oh, the fuck is good, bro? No, nothing, man. It's just, you know, I... I know you're the inventor of the... Prosciurger? Is that... I don't... But I'm a chef, too, so I wanted to talk to you about, you know, you have all these... Great paninis, but really, it's the home. Johnny Paninis is the home of the Prosciurger. And I wanted to talk to you about your thought process behind the, the whatever that food is. Bro, you know what I was doing one day? I was eating, I was eating prosciutto, you know, because we fucking do that. Bro. It's fucking delicious, right? No, of course it is, John. Of course, of course. It's delicious. It's delicious prosciutto. And then I was like, bro, what if this was also a burger, bro? Dude, that's a... You just had that epiphany? Dude, I had just... I was eating that. Because, you know, here's the thing. As a fucking Italian, right? Like You got to eat your prosciutto. But then you sometimes you're like, ah, this shit gets stuck in my fucking teeth. You know what doesn't get stuck in my fucking teeth? Fucking burger meat, bro. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll mix it with a little fucking burger meat. But then I was like, nah, you know what? I'm just going to fucking grind up this prosciutto. Dude, that's fucking sick, dude. How the fuck? So you you just did it. Yeah, bro. I just fucking did it. Now, let me ask you something. Now, I would have thought the prosciutto, right? Would have just been a burger with prosciutto on it. And, and, and you made it out of prosciutto. Let me ask you something. Did you think of maybe doing the prosciutto? Yeah, but I thought of that. But it's fucking some fucking. That's some fucking Momo shit right there. I'm not going to fucking. All right, Johnny. All right. I get it, John. I, I get it. Dude, it, you don't want fucking. All right. But let me ask you a question. Now, uh, I said on the show last week, uh, prosciutto might be the most hideous word in the English language. Uh what the fuck made you fucking name it the Prosciurger? Oh, calm the fuck down, bro. I'll tell you, this is what my thought process was, right? Sometimes you got to make something a little ugly 
to make it fucking beautiful. Like, like, remember when Brad Pitt beat the shit out of that fucking Momo from Requiem for a Dream? Remember that? He beat the fuck out of him. Dude, I never fucking... I never saw it that way. So that's the whole thing. That's the history of the Prosciurger? Yeah, bro. That's the fucking whole fucking thing with your fucking bitch faggot show. I don't fucking... Give... Jesus, Johnny. You want to bleep that? Bro, I don't give a fuck about this PC shit. I fucking make fucking paninis. All right. Well, uh, that's been the interview with Johnny Panini here on Notes of a Goon. Glad you all chewed in for that. Riveting. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. I tell you, I tell you